Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. It's it's an interesting thing, isn't it, guy? Because we sort of um, we get dangerously close to. In some ways, I feel almost commodifying our friendship. Do you know what I mean by that? I know exactly what you mean by that, Tim. Um, so I'm just. <laughs> well, I'm not even polishing off a curry. I'm mid. You're starting tucking into one. <laughs> yeah. Hey, mate. Um, yeah. We're curry pals. Look at that. I love Is it that. Coming up on the webcam. Yeah, I got you, dude. I put mine down though. I didn't want to eat it on the podcast. You see, I literally have to eat this curry. <laughs> you, you do to I fuel the conversation. <laughs> but um, I know have what you, you mean. Have you not had dinner? It's quite late at night. No, I've not. I, oh, it's mate. just like you know, you know how it gets. Sometimes you got to do things. Guy, and I that, do, and you sort of, you know, you're doing the things, but you're, you're prioritizing the things first, and then you finish your things for the day. Yeah. And to be fair, we're still doing something right now, but you finish your things and then you're like, oh, man, do you know why this has been quite hard? It's because I didn't feed me. Yeah. Because for some something. horrible fucked up reason, I'm in charge of that. <laughs> do you want to know what it is? Do you want to know what it is, Guy? It's because you are putting yourself last and it is simultaneously a beautiful thing and... Uh, bad. It goes both ways. It's sort of like, you know, it's like if I think of my cell phone, sometimes I'll look at my cell phone and I'll be like, oh, okay, you need to eat, which in the world of the cell phone is be plugged into your charger. <laughs> and I'm like a cell phone that is being used, but everyone else is like, wow, someone else will have a charge, right? And it turns out the cell phone <laughs> needs to charge itself. Yeah, I, I guess that's Look, true. It's not a perfect analogy, but Tim, I've hey, only had a quarter of this curry. Yes, indeed. You're going to be really cracking by the end of it. And um, you, you can you can tell me to uh, ex-nay on any of this info, guy, but I think this might be useful. And we, I famously never cut anything out from this podcast, but I can cut this if you want. You needn't. There was some confusion on uh, the subreddit, on the Twiwet subreddit, um, when you mentioned uh, Olive a couple of episodes ago or a few uh, yes. ago or something. So I think it, w- it could be useful to make – should we just set out where we're at in life? Mm. Sure, yeah, man. It sounds great. 
So I, I'll go first. Yeah, please. I live in a, I live in a flat with my wife and my dog and uh, three flatmates. And um, you've, you've and just have, have you just um, some flatmate a flatmate has left. In the not yet, but in the process of leaving, we're getting Seamus. Did I did I tell you that? Oh, that's great. Yeah, you're man, getting gonna a, be... you're getting a great person. Absolutely, it's going to be a real Seamus treat. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. You know, so I I live in um I live in Mount Roskill with Chelsea, who I love dearly, my partner, and fifty percent of the time we live with Olive, Chelsea's daughter, and my stepdaughter who I love ever so much as my own and it's a, a joyous it's a joyous existence and um yeah you told me there was some confusion because I was mentioning a name which hadn't been mentioned before and people thought that perhaps people a wigging out people a, worried a relationship about had capitulated but no every, everything is joyful and harmonious and do you know a happy house tim is a well rested house <laughs> a bit of cap this is a- a bit of kip in a curry every now and then. This is just this is just true of all houses, and um, we're doing we're all doing our best to get the appropriate amount of rest. But some days you have less rest than others. Anyway, it's true. I'm um I'm excited for what lies ahead. It's it's going to be Chelsea's birthday tomorrow, <gasps> and um I'm very excited by this. We're going to hopefully I have get a, to see her. a wonderful time. And you yes you you will get to see her. Guy and I, unbeknownst to either of us. And I think this has happened before. We booked the same flight to go from Auckland to Wellington. To the T. Do you know what I figured out, Guy? I didn't even know you were going to Wellington this weekend, so it's a, it's a double treat. Um, we I don't think we can even drink tomorrow because it's Good Friday, and I think alcohol is illegal. So my plan to smash until, a beer with you. Until 1 p.m., I believe. Oh, is that right? I believe I was talking to someone <laughs> about the licensing rules. Ah, and it is my understanding research. that after 1 p.m. you can have a beer. Okay. Anyway, so basically, life's good, and I haven't spoken, I haven't spent time with you professionally or personally for a while, Tim, and it's what I have is a yearning to spend time with you as a friend, which Same. I guess we're ticking both boxes right now. In a way. But um, I feel like we're due a respective download and a sort of, um, you know, to check each other's equilibriums and make sure everything's running smoothly. And it, it isn't, by the way. Can I say that? I um, a guy, a guy sent me a message yesterday saying, how are you? And I think this is the first time I've ever responded with this. I'm pretty sure I replied, very bad. You did. <laughs> I made me very worried. <laughs> um, it's just one of those times when I'm, I'm uh, working on a particular podcast project at the moment. And usually when people say that it's a secret, this one isn't. I can tell you exactly what it is. Uh, but it's for Audible. I've been hired into um, sort of produce and edit and do a bit of directing, if that's a thing, in podcasting for Jackie it's a Van cool, Beek. It's a cool job. Yeah, it is cool. For Jackie Van Beek and Madeline Sami. Um, they made a great film called The Breaker Upperers, and now they're making a podcast called The Maker Upperers, where they that's repair right. relationships. And uh, it, the the amount of work involved, considering the time frames of certain hand-ins, um, Put me into a a little bit of a spin mm. yesterday. <laughs> and where are you? Yeah. Where are you with that stuff now? Uh, look, I'm still worried, but sometimes you just got to do the thing. Oh, and I've made a little bit of a plan, and I've tried to like chunk it out. And I don't know; it seems vaguely feasible. Um, 
yeah it just these things happen and they just sort of somehow get done and you look yeah. back like you know and you're in the fire right now and you look back on it and then you think wow you know no one else apart from me can truly see what that experience was because what i've taught myself to do and I, i've i've brought this up before on the podcast is to drink a lot of water oh because yeah. it's it's That's like survival instincts it, it's a well it's because when you're stressed you're going to form a habit some sort of response to that and like some people crush cigarettes um some people like uh, you know eat uh, mm. eat a lot stress um, eat they call it what people call it stress eating stress eating there's all sorts of responses, but you can kind of train yourself one. And it's this thing I started doing when I was doing the Melbourne Comedy Festival because I get so worked up that I'd be like, all right, well, if I can just take control of my hydration levels, yeah. start there. I'll take control of this one area and I'll just make sure that I am hydrated at all times. And um, it sort you, of works, Can I ask I you this? Do you ever, if you've got a lot to do mm. and you're sort of like, shit, I should write this all down, do you ever write down something that, you had to do, but you might have already done in the last 10 or 15 minutes and tick it or cross it off just so that you have the satisfaction of looking at it and being like, it's not all undone. I don't. I do that. It's a, it's a, a nifty little idea. I just, there's one, you know, if there's one that's already been done, I think I'll still write it down. And then when I look at this, it won't be intimidating because I'll think, well, guess who's already crossed one off? Guess. This guy. Who's already crossed one off? Um, um, shall we, we sh- shall we get into anything? Yeah, something more yeah, comfortable. Actually, first of all, I just want to say right at the top: if you are listening to this in New Zealand, please, I implore right. you, you to must. invest in and then attend our live show as part of the New Zealand International Comedy Festival, the best worst host of all time. Uh, Tim and I will finally be putting to bed an argument that has plagued us for the entirety of the podcast. Who is the better host? There are a series of challenges in a very large-scale show, a room that has an intimidating number of tickets to sell. <laughs> that is happening in Auckland on... <clears throat> 20th of May. Thursday, the 20th of May at 9 p.m. If you head along to worstideaofalltime.com, you will find the ticket link. Um, we're very excited about it, and the more... Tickets people buy, the more excited we become. Um, and we're also pretty sure that we're going to stream the thing as well, um, which we will need to do for money because this uh, the, the venue hire alone is quite significant and we're oh, getting yeah. little bits and pieces to the show that'll cost. So it would be wonderful if you could join us in any any way that you're able. Um, the the streaming bit isn't up yet, like buying tickets for that. But the if you're in Auckland or you know anyone in Auckland, um, send them along, send them along. to our website. And we've also set it up. The fans will get it the most, but people who might be entry level to the podcast, it will also make sense because you're just watching two idiots in competition. Oh yeah, we're ju- we're putting on a show for everybody. Um, and also you know while we're here, bloody while we're here, mate. While we're, we're here, both got, we've both got solo shows That's as well. Right. So if you're getting a ticky for that, you might as well get a ticky for both. Well, he's not wrong. You could even do that if you're in Wellington. You can see Guy and I live. Fucking a. Uh, Tim's comedy show is festival. Comedyfestival.co.nz. Tim's show is called Classy Warfare. My show is called Guy Montgomery by name. Guy Montgomery by nature. And now we have the horrible underhanded business of promoting ourselves out of the way. Let us promote <laughs> the very idea of connection and friendship. And the person who I would like to start this with, Tim. This is correspondence from our friend 
uh, uh, Brian, who is responsible for our fantastic intro song that we credited as The Shills. He's part of a great band called The Shills. He's, he's written a piece of correspondence with us clarifying the genesis of the song and just, you know, generally saying, hey, how are you? So I'm going to read cool. that out. Are you going to read it or just – I think you should just summarize every message we get on this friend zone. You skim it and you're like, okay, the general vibe yeah, is good. What, they want to let us know they've been in hospital and listened to a lot of the podcast. Thank you. Yeah. So here's – it reads, I apologize ahead of time for this might be a bit longish. I'm having some curry. Please. I I played a show. This is sent on March 15th from the United States of America. I played a show in front of actual humans last night in Boston. My band members in the shills are all, well, like me, out of fucking work. And, well, that part is complicated and so crappy. America's a weird place, boys. Anyway... I've been using the moniker you see here as my Instagram handle since I was in high school. That moniker is Death Hand, by the way. All one word. I met the dudes in 2004 and we are celebrating 17 years this year with a new record. So I had to learn how to loop myself in a three-bay loop patch, sample myself in real time, blah, blah, blah. I sent all that stuff to them to ask, is it okay? They always say, cool, bud. When I put together the most recent rig for the show, my buddy Ryan, who isn't in the shills, and I were fucking around and getting all these great sounds. I said, my band isn't here, but I love these two comedians so much, man. Let's, da- let's lay down a thing. I have it in my head. No joke, we spent about four hours on it, and I played everything myself. The plug for the shills is the raddest thing ever. It makes me so happy, but it's actually a Death Hand original. Brian. Please continue to plug both. In any case, thanks for the consistently excellent comedy, and I freaking can't wait to see you live when you can come back here. Kudos, gents. And then uh, a bit more said, uh, we haven't been able to play in a room together since February of 2020, which is so insane. Might not be able to until maybe this summer, so having to do these solo shows has been weird and hard. The live solo shows went well. My buddy Ryan and I loaded out and saw that the new pod and... Uh, and saw that the new pod had landed, and it really was the best cap of a finally good weekend. Hell yeah, get it, my buds. And uh, that is from Brian from both the Shills and Death Hand. And um, just thank you so much, Brian, for the fantastic new theme for the Friend Zone and also your, your correspondence and also sharing what is truly the essence of the Friend Zone and friendship is just like this this little... um nugget this gem of positivity and light and what you know has undeniably been a brutal period of time for it's i'm on um at death hand on instagram now and it's a great account can recommend brian looks like a fucking cool ass dude yeah yeah he's a cool dude what's messed up is um that you were so pro COVID for so long, guy, hmm? and it, it, it has turned out to be such a. You were so pro for such a no, long time. No. Check for the, the novel tape, coronavirus. man. I was one of the first to come out against it. You famously okay. took an early positive position on this virus, which is, has really uh, been a bad time for Tim, everyone. Would someone who's pro coronavirus have written the perfect anti-coronavirus joke that I will now perform for you on the podcast? I'd love to hear it. Uh, people keep calling it the the novel coronavirus. Am, am I the only damn person who thinks the novelty has well and truly worn off? 
There he is. You know what? You're right. It's perfect comedy, and someone who delivers that joke couldn't possibly be pro corona. I tell you, I tell you what, what uh, um, doesn't do well on stage. Oh, dude, Brian. I, sorry, I'll let you finish that. But Brian is 33 followers away from a thousand followers. I just followed him. Now all he's right. 32. All right, everyone, let's get him 31 of them, and then all bail out. <laughs> Sorry, you were saying something. I was saying that joke eats shit on stage. Go ahead, Tim. <laughs> uh, from Joel, dear Timothy and Guymothy. Now, this is from the 28th of November, 2020. I went back to see if there were any unread emails, and here's one. That was a good time. When you mentioned the upcoming season three of Overlooked and Undercooked, it reminded me of the time I drove six hours to Madison. What's WI, Wisconsin? Yeah. To see Rob Schneider himself on what must have been the tour that became Asian Mama, Mexican Kids. Not sure why he called it that. The only reference point I had for Rob was from your show. So it was amazingly, it was an amazingly odd experience. I had no idea why everyone around me kept yelling, you can't do it. Oh my God. But the strangest thing was, in the midst of all his accents and extremely problematic jokes about reverse racism, he had these little asides like, that's fucked up. Or, she doesn't really sound like that. That seemed kind of genuine. It made me wonder if he actually gets it. I really wonder if Rob knows full well why his content is problematic, but he sticks with it, either because he has an audience for it, or he's too lazy to update his shtick. Or, maybe I'm wrong, and he thinks it's funny because it's fucked up. I'm curious what you two think. I think it's way more dastardly if he does get it, and is just knowingly cashing in. Say my name... Joel Coon, P.S. At some stage in the, uh, it's sorry, at some point in like season three of Twiwat, you all said you wanted to go to Indianapolis and then promptly forgot about it. I'll admit, India's the white t-shirt of large American cities, so I can't in good conscience suggest you should tour here, but I sure would like to be tickled if you did. Is that a thing? Do we tickle people? I'll go, I'll, go, I'll give Joel a tickle. Yeah, yeah, I think I think um, this is more conceptual tickling than the physical gotcha. manifestation. But um, I'm not going to lie to you, Joel. Presently, having had international travel removed, certainly hasn't elevated Indianapolis's um, sort of appeal to me. You what know? about the matter at hand, though? What do you think of? Uh, do you think Rob knows what hell he hath wrought? It's a it's a really fascinating question and it's a tough one to answer. I think I could, you know, in a different mood on a different day give a variety of answers. But I think I think he's um I don't think he I don't think he knows. I think I think he's like he's the guy the world's passed him by and he's instead of sort of quietly tolerating it, he's just dug his heels in even harder and been like, This is ridiculous. I can't do any of the things that I've always done and that I've always thought of funny and that built a career for myself. And then, I don't think he, you know. I don't think he. I don't think he knows really. Oh, that's sad. I think he's a damned fool. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. 
That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Um, mm, mm, what have I got here? Something called a message. What's he got there? Uh, I've got a message, and it reads as such. Greetings, Dim Sim Tim and Flyby Guy. The frosty fellas getting frostier by the minute, and then they've used, like, um, the R as a, like, restricted. It's a, like, that's their... Re- registered trademark? Yeah, that's their IP. Gotcha. So... I've read it out, and I've, I'm going to credit it accordingly. But in our own time, Tim, we can't we can't say that we're getting frostier by the minute, or we'll be, you know, drowning. At least the the ownership resides with us, the Frosty Fowlers, who probably should own the slogan. No, they certainly should. Anyway, it continues. I've been thinking about the next season of Twiwet. I'm suggesting for the good of you both, a complete about face, introducing. The best idea of all time. Where? Guy and Tim each pick a skill hobby for the other to practice 146 minutes a week for a year. Yes, this is the runtime of Sex in the City 2. How observant of you. Weekly recaps, perhaps even a shining light of whatever you've learned that week, if you do feel so inclined. All jokes aside, I think you two are two of the funniest blokes alive and as a person who's only barely holding it together. Get the jokes, put them over there. We're over here, the jokes are over there. To the side. <laughs> As a person who's only barely holding it together, I feel qualified to be the one to help you two in becoming even better versions of yourself. Much love from here in Western Sydney. Say my name. Say my goddamn name even. James. And then it says, P.S. I would love to pay the boys, but I'm currently saving to go to university in Melbourne next year, and that shit ain't cheap. When I'm closer to being financially stable, you can bet your ass that I'll float some cash your way. James, this is a thoughtful message. First of all, dude. Keep saving. Don't worry about us, all right? You've got your fucking life to live. And um, it's really sweet that you're you're looking out for more sort of fruitful formats that might, um, you know, it, it, it would be... Can you imagine, Tim, you and I doing something for ourselves or each other I for mean, an the, entire year? Can you imagine what cra- that might do for us? The crazy thing is, is that it's it's all just sitting there waiting for you, isn't it? Because we made the time to watch Sex in the City two every single week, so that that time exists. And 
there could be so much benefit to it. What do you think you would pursue, Guy, if you were given this opportunity? I would just love... I, I'm so deeply impractical and I'm of no use in such a wide and devastating variety of ways, like just handy, hanging a picture, you know, putting in a shelf, all these small jobs that make up... Carpentry. Yeah, I would love to like just spend that time just concentrating on the very fundamentals, just the basics, so that I would not be intimidated when I saw a power drill. Or like, I wouldn't look at a flat pack of shelves and think, oh, I'm out of my depth here. I, th- I think so much of that is diving in. Oh, 100%. I've got, um, yeah, i got a friend, Joe. Holy shit, man. He's taken on so many hobbies. And now he makes these beautiful backgammon boards, like, from scratch. He sources the wood. He, like, he sands it. He smooths it. He, like, cuts it. He finds the fa- everything. And he makes these beautiful glazed pot. He, like, make he's a potter now. He makes all these mugs. He's like taught himself to play guitar. He's taught himself how to surf. All in the same time, I've watched Sex in the City 2 like 60 times. He's learned like four incredible skills. Guy, you were doing comedy though. And the thing about something like comedy is it, it, it's tricky because it's both a work and a hobby. Yeah, yeah. So it sort of soaks up It's not a yeah all that time. It's a slightly complicated relationship i mean but you you asked me what i do i think that is something that i would uh, and you know you're right so much of it is just doing it and outside of the podcast i've had opportunities to do it and i've not embraced them but that is something when i think about it i sit down i look at it and i think it feels so good to i say that not to like guilt trip you or something about an opportunity missed i say that as a um a, a a positive reminder of opportunity Oh, I totally agree. I mean, I, I I don't think of it as an attack, but you know, it's like people say, "I wish um, I wish I could." Like I say it to Joe, I go, "God, I wish I could do that." And then I think, "Do you, guy? Because if you truly wished you could do that, you would go to the trouble of learning how to do that." But it's it's also it's so intimidating if you go like, "I need to learn how to whatever do a, a whole thing." I I'm a it's. A, Dabbling is what it's all about. You, dabbling should actually Tim, be the word of hobbying. You're a dabbler. Yeah, I love to dabble. You, and you like, you know, you've upskilled in so many ways. Like, it's actually, it's fundamental to kind of part of the symbiosis of our working relationship or our approach is like, if there's something that needs to be done. I think, well, I'm very happy to find someone who is specifically good at this thing and they can realize this. And then you're like, I can figure that out. I can do that. And, and then I, a lot of the time I can't. But there's value to both approaches, I think. And it's, yeah. it's probably part of the balance we have is like, you know, the the truth lies somewhere in the middle. Because sometimes you can do it and sometimes you I think, can't. I think um, maybe both of us, because I've actually harbored this dream for a while, we should both join a night class for carpentry. It's a chance for us to hang out, learn some new skills, I think it's going to be a tremendous use of time. I think it's a great Tim. I think it's a great idea. And you know what? Honestly, we got to Let's look it up. We got to give partial credit to James sending in this message, saving to go to university in Melbourne, 
and motivating the lads to better themselves and deepen their friendship. So thank Finally, you, James. I can realize my dream of taking after my namesake, Tim Allen, a man famously good at DIY. Ooh, That's right. Pretty good. The great Tim Allen. Arthur writes, hello, Tim and Guy. Here are two ideas that I – this is from December of 2020. It was a great that. Very time. Early, early December too. God, it was a good time. Uh, Two ideas that I hope will make your podcast a little bit less grueling. Number one, you always seem happier when you have segments to propel you through the episodes, especially when you make up a theme song to sing together, a la Patty Schwartz Party Time. Maybe you could do a segment about all the wild ways they are miming sex acts in Emmanuel. Number two, I love Till Death Do Us Blart. This year it sounded like all of you were having a tough time wrangling with the commitment. (laughs) Just going to hit pause on that. The commitment of watching a movie once a year. Mm. It's not much of a commitment, is it, really? I think you you probably heard five people at the end of a pretty long year. <laughs> That's true. Also and true. You, you probably heard all of them, which is the trap we fall into, realizing that it would be nice to just talk to each other, but having to do it through the prism of Paul Blight Mall Cup too. Arthur continues. Oh, by the way, guy, did you did you hear that um Montaigne's done a yeah, yeah. Track for Mabim Bam. Yeah. Did you listen to it? No, not yet. Oh, dude, it's so fucking nice. That's so good. It's, it's really, really good. God, she's good. Okay. Arthur continues, I wonder if it might help to have a higher purpose for the self-inflicted torture. Since the episodes come out around American Thanksgiving, I think supporting indigenous-led organizations would be a great move. You could split the donations between one in NZ and one in the US, perhaps? Maybe you could set a fundraising goal and release the episode once we reach it. I'm sure that there are listeners who would be happy to organize this, myself included. Here are two US-based initiatives I know of. Seeding Sovereignty, an indigenous-led collective, looks to radicalize and disrupt colonized spaces through land, body, and food sovereignty work, community building, and cultural pre- uh, preservation. The website for that is seeding, uh, uh, oh, sorry, seedingsovereignty.org, as you would expect. And then there is uh, Pueblo Action Alliance, is a community-driven organization that promotes cultural sustainability and community defense by addressing environmental and social impacts in indigenous communities. That one is puebloactionalliance.org slash CCI. Love, Arthur. Arthur, man. And Arthur, Arthur is rocking those very cool they-them pronouns. Arthur's out there... Fucking putting forth some pretty powerful ideas. I really like this. Um, and the fear that I have is that this is such a great idea and one that I absolutely want to do, and I absolutely think I will forget about it. So what about this? How do I save an email like to my Google Calendar to come up around Thanksgiving time this coming year? i got no is idea. i got no I'm, idea. I'm going to do that. That's what I'm going to do, Arthur. I'm going to set it in for... When is, when's Thanksgiving? November, like, mid? If you put it in for, say, November... Put it in for the first. Yeah, yeah. It's a fantastic uh, idea. Yeah. Okay, great. Here we go. Really good. Well, that's good. We can move on to the next piece of correspondence. And thank you very much, Arthur, for that great idea. Truly. Oh, I got a big fucking juicy one right here. Oh, boy. It sounds like a sounds like a big one. It's a big boy. Here we go. You ready? Hold on. 
Hello, insert Tim and Guy based puns here. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on a moment. You got to try. You know what I mean? Not necessarily. We don't know what this person had going on. I'll try one. I'll do one. Um, hi, um, hi, Tom and Brian. I got Brian? Yeah, I couldn't think of any other. Oh, Graham, I guess. What's a G male name that isn't Guy? Grant. Greg. Greg. Greg is the name I think of whenever I have to make up a name for a man. That man becomes Greg. Dear Tom and Greg. I know you're both busy movie executives, and rumor has it you're currently making about 50 Paul Blart spin-offs. Yes. <laughs> so I won't keep you busy for too long. That is an all-timer, that email. However, I'd like to pitch my movie idea to you. Sex in the City 3. Fuck. Here we go. It, it takes place during Sex in the City 2. Babushka sex in the city While the gals are away in Abu Dhabi Mr. Big gets together with Steve, Harry And all the other main role role males from Sex in the City To do an Ocean's Eleven style heist (laughs) Hold on, what? Role males? Uh, All the other main role Oh, males. gotcha, okay, sick. From, I thought it was like male role yeah, models, I, yeah, portmanteau yeah. or something. From Sex and City to do an Ocean's Eleven style heist, including Coffee Guy, whose role is to keep the Mr. Big informed of their whereabouts, as was guessed during Where's He Going, What's He Up To? And Penelope Cruz. It's at, it's at that night out that Mr. Big puts together the heist. Their goal is to steal three of the world's rarest diamonds. The reason... To get the gals arrested. Plot twist. They've had enough of these four and wish to deal with them once and for all. Samantha is dealt with right off the bat, so Kim Cattrall doesn't need to be in it. As the Sheikh makes a deal with America that involves the extradition of Samantha back to Abu Dhabi to be tried for her crimes. The film reveals that Aiden hired Dick Spurt to lure Samantha into those hideous displays of public affection and to plant the condoms. Everyone wants to get rid of these gals. The others have the diamonds planted on them, and they are eventually arrested. Remember the ring that Mr. Big gives to Carrie after she confesses to kissing Aiden? Also, yes, I do. It's a black diamond, similar to Carrie Bradshaw's soul. That's right. You guessed it. That's one of the stolen diamonds. Charlotte and Miranda also do something inanely stupid and get rewarded with diamond rings because fuck it, why not? And (laughs) they all get sent to prison. The final plot twist. The heist took place in Texas where they seem to hand out capital punishment for the fun of it. (laughs) Oh, it gets pretty heavy here. The film ends with Samantha being beheaded and the other three girls headed for the electric chair. Good God. I haven't thought of a clever title for the film. All I can really think of is Sex in the City 3D and have the film in 3D. The tagline could be three diamonds, three dicks, three dimensions. Which is lame. It's good. But it's also more effort than Mattress Pikelet King put into naming the other two, so I'm going with it. I hope you enjoyed my pitch. I won't need much money, as I'm going to take out a, p- a page out of Adam Sandler's playbook and haul the film out to product placement. Feel free to say my name, Carl O'Callaghan. Hey, Carl, I like this gritty reboot of the series, putting a movie within the movie I, and decapitating a main character. I like it too. I just want to quickly say, P.S., Oh, the Irish nanny from Sex and City 2? 
She lied about being a lesbian and has secretly been getting Harry to wrinkle her crunkle every night. <laughs> My God. I love, I just love conceptually. Thank you for that, by the way, Carl. I just love conceptually like creating a sequel to a film that exists inside of the pre-existing time frame of the other film. Yeah. It's, it's, sad, it's, 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 um, it's mischievous. It's satisfying. It sounds like something James Cameron would do. It's like he would start making avatars within avatars. Yeah. It'll be like avatar 1.5. It's a, and everyone's like, what the fuck are you up to, mate? It's a cunning ploy. And I mean, you know, I love, I just, it's, it's, it's satisfying. Now, do you think that an international audience is ready to see uh, the stars of beloved 2000s sitcom, I guess you would call it, Sex in the City Killed by the State mm. on screen? No. I, um, conceptually, I love the idea. An execution, which is probably the wrong word choice. I'm not 100% on the actualization of this film. I think... Um, execution. that's what it's called. Oh, wow. Sex in the City, 1.5, 6... No, wait. It's within Sex in the City 2, isn't it? Sex in the City, 2.5, Sex execution. Well, anyhow, I think... Um, and it refers to both... See, you watch the trailer and you're like, oh, it's about executing a planned heist. But no, the execution is committed by the state upon the gals, resulting in their death. It's, it's great. It's really great. So that's that's where we're at with that, and um, good on you, Carl. Thank you, Carl. I got to say, Tim, we've probably got to go shortly. Mm-hmm. But um, if you got, do you want to round us out? And I, well, it's a trick. Oh, you go. I was going to say it's a tricky one because it's got an attached image, and obviously this is an audio podcast. But I will describe it to you. Okay. Jim says, "Hey, Tim, I was listening to the latest Death Blight podcast while watching the thing itself, for better or worse, and heard Justin mention this dumb idea." I'm a huge fan of following through fully on bad ideas, so I made these stickers. I wondered if you wanted a stack. I could mail you out some when they're done. If you do, let me know where to send them. If not, totally cool too. Big fan of the worst idea. It's been great to have you throughout this weird, bad year. Take care, Jim. Jim has made a sticker that has the uh, graffiti-style, hyper-simplified... It's the Obey logo, but it's Paul Blatt's face there. Fantastic. Instead of... It's Andre the Giant in that, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, and it's just got... It's got a a stern-looking Blatt with the word Obey. Big old caps under it, which you you love to see. I'd love one. Yeah, me too. I've got to get a fucking P.O. box for us, finally. Because a lot of people are like, what's your address? And I'm always like... I don't really want to tell you where I live. P.O. Boxes. <laughs> it's cool. I always wanted to have a P.O. Box. Well, you're getting one, mister. I'm buying us one. Fuck, I'd love to meet someone at a P.O. Box. Like a meet- I don't think that's the idea behind them, dude. Like <laughs> it's a meet- sort of cute. the opposite. I know, I know, I know. Anyway, you guys, this has actually been so... This, I mean, the curry's hitting my bloodstream, and I'm literally feeling energy returning to my body, but... <laughs> <laughs> it's happened in perfect synchronicity with the friend zone, and I'm, I feel uplifted, and I feel really good, and I think this, and if, there's been some wonderful if correspondence. If you're a Patreon subscriber, you're going to get the uh, rewards of this increased blood sugar because we're about to record another beautiful episode of Kill Your Near. That's right. So thank you so much, everyone. I all, by the way, all of the correspondence I read this evening was uh, via the Twitter. 
Twiwet Pod in the DMs. So oh, shout out. You can reach us there. It's always on Facebook as well. And thank you so much. Just I'm like I'm I'm sort of suddenly I've gone the pendulum swung so far. I'm so energized. I'm like overwhelmed with gratitude for everyone in the world. So um Jesus, what was in that curry? Well, I'll have what he's having. Yeah. It was mostly potatoes and eggplant. I don't want that anymore. Send it back. Well, it's fantastic. Anyhow, thank you, everyone. Um, look after yourselves. You know, if you've got the chance, go get a fucking vaccine put in your arm. <laughs> Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.